The better life that God wants you to have is paid with miracles. This is the place for miracles. Open your Bibles this morning to Isaiah chapter 60. As I came in, I saw up on that video board a year of divine acceleration. That is in harmony with what God said to me in December. He said 2018 is going to be a year of divine uplift. Everybody say divine uplift. Say divine acceleration. That's an exponential movement of God. Compressing the time. He showed me a lot of things about 2018. And I want to share some of that with you this morning. I have about six messages to preach this morning. I don't know, I don't know how it's going to work out. I, I, I don't know exactly what I'm going to do. I've already changed three times since I walked in here. You know, we've got to be instant in and out of season. I walked on the platform in Nairobi, Kenya just about six years ago and uh, there were 200,000 people in the crowd. I'd studied in my hotel room, I had prayed, I had sought the Lord and I thought I had a word from God and when I walked on the platform, the Lord said, don't preach that. (laughs) I said, Lord, there are 200,000 people, the largest crowd I've ever seen in my life. I've studied all day. He said, well, you needed to study. (laughs) And I said, well, what do you want me to do? He said, I'll tell you when you get there. (laughs) He wants us to be instant in and out of season. He wants us to have a word that is in season. He wants us to minister to the needs of the people where they are, not where we are, but where they are. And that's what I want to do this morning. Open up. Uh, uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. There's There's a man here this morning who's facing prostate surgery and God's healing you right now. Someone's going to find that when you go back to the doctor, that surgery is going to be canceled. Prostate surgery will be canceled. And there's a warm feeling in your body right now, and you'll know the difference. Thank you, Father. Thank you for bringing your word today. Verse 1, arise, shine, for your light has come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Show me your glory. The power, the presence, and the goodness of God. That glory is an exponential move forward in God. It's what you're saying here. It's the divine acceleration. It's a divine uplift. Then down in verse 6. The multitude of camels shall cover thee. The dromedaries, the young camels of Midian and Ephah, and they from Sheba shall come, and they shall bring gold and fine things, and they shall show forth the praises of the Lord. 
All the flocks of Kedar shall be gathered together unto thee. The rams of Nebaioth shall minister unto thee. They shall come with acceptance on mine altar, and I will glorify the house of my glory. I have an announcement for you this morning. The camels are coming. The camels are coming. The camels are coming. Turn to your neighbor and tell them the camels are coming. The camels. Isaiah said the camels are coming. Now, there are those who say that was a word for that day. Well, it certainly was a word for that day, but Paul said every word in that book is for us today. So don't think for a moment that that was just for them. This is for you. This is for me. This is for the body of Christ. The camels are coming. And the Bible says they are, they are, they are, uh, they, yes, uh-huh, yes, I'll do that. Sure, sure. The pain that someone has right here in the center of your chest, it's leaving you right now. You've had, I don't know if it's an ulcer. I don't know if it's an esophagus backup. I don't know what it is, but whoever you are, if you'll stand up, you're going to find the pain is leaving you right now. I don't know who you are. If you'll just stand up wherever you are, pain right here. Is it you? Am I describing it right, right here? Is it leaving now? Is the pain going right? It's going away. Somebody give praise to the Lord. Leaving right now. Right now. I never know when God's going to manifest the word of knowledge. I have told him what to do, when to do it, how to do it, and who to do it to. And he's never done it my way once. Does it his way. Yes. Praise God. An interactive healing sermon. I love that. Hallelujah. Right while the camels are coming, people are getting healed. Camels are coming. I did a study recently after God gave me this word. I did a study on camels. They are the most unusual animals on earth. They can go for long periods of time without food and water, longer than any other animal. They're amazing. They were especially built for the desert. They were the pickups, the 18-wheelers of the desert. They could carry a man and an additional 800 pounds of goods. And they could walk 25 miles a day. No other animal could do that. They're amazing. And in the Bible, they are a sign of wealth and prosperity. Job owned 3,000 camels. Camels are mentioned more than 60 times in the Bible. Imagine Rebecca riding a camel to meet her betrothed, Isaac. It signaled to Isaac that she was at a high level. John the Baptist wore a type of outer garment made of camel's hair. Camel's hair is is coarse. It's thick. It's strong. Camels are a sign of wealth, of prosperity. And Isaiah is saying the camels are coming. The camels are coming. Camels are uniquely suited to the desert. They have 34 long, sharp teeth. And they are able to dig food out like no other animal can so they can be sustained where no other animal can be sustained. Ladies, get this. They have two rows of eyelashes. (laughs) 
How would you like that? Two rows. And they are designed so that it keeps the sand and the, and the wind that blows out of their eyes. And their eyebrows are bushy and they act as natural sunglasses. How would you like that in California? Where the sun shines almost every day. And they have unique hooves. The hooves have a rim around them and they have two toes that are separated in such a way to keep them from sinking in the ever-shifting sands of the desert. They are the most unusual animals on earth. And they can go for long periods of time without food and water. They have humps. Many people think the humps are filled with water, but they're not. They're filled with fatty tissue. And the fatty tissue sustains them. They are the most unusual animals. And God compares them to you and to me and says the camels are coming. God spoke to me in December and told me there is an end time transfer of wealth that is coming into the body of Christ. Proverbs 13 tells us that the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. The wealth of the unrighteous is laid up, it's stored up for the righteous. And Isaiah tells us that these camels were loaded down with finances, with good things, with blessings. And God spoke to me and said, 2018 is the beginning of the end time transfer of wealth. Why? Why an end time transfer of wealth? For the end time harvest of souls. And it won't be millions of dollars. It won't be billions of dollars. It will be trillions of dollars that are going to come into the hands of the righteous for the end time harvest of souls. For Jesus himself said, this gospel that I preach, that is the gospel of the kingdom, must be preached as a witness before all people groups, all nations, all tribes, and all tongues, and then shall the end come. Many Christians today are occupied with Armageddon. They're occupied with the Antichrist. They're occupied with the signs of the times, but they don't recognize that there are things that have to happen before that can happen. And they're trying to figure out and analyze the identity of the Antichrist. Why would you worry about him? You won't even be here. The Bible says he cannot be revealed until the righteous have been removed. Why would you worry about him? Who cares? Why would you worry about the battle of Armageddon? You'll be watching it from heaven. He won't be involved. Now, if you're not a Christian, you've got a real problem. You'll be doing this a lot. We've got a job to do. He said, this gospel of the kingdom that I preach must be preached in all nations as a witness, and then shall the end come. 
We have a job to do. He is delaying his second coming because of us. We have not yet gotten the gospel into the hands of every person on the face of the earth. Every person on earth will have an opportunity to hear the gospel. Who's going to do that? The sinner isn't going to do it. Washington, D.C. isn't going to do it. Your bank is not going to do it. Your business is not going to do it. You and I, the body of Christ, we are the ones who are going to do it. Well, how are we going to do it without finances? Much of the church today is in debt. Much of the church today is a slave to the lender. They're trying to pay off their building. They're trying to believe God for payroll every Friday. They're believing God. They have more vision than they have finances. They want to reach the nations of the earth, but they, 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 they're, they're too busy taking care of what they have to take care of. But there's an end time transfer of wealth that's coming. And the Lord told me it's beginning this year, 2018. The camels are coming. The camels are coming. And they are loaded. They are loaded down. Who are they loaded down for? The righteous. Those who love God. Those who are called according to his purpose. Those who are sowers. Those who have sown into the kingdom of God. Those who have given their tithes and offerings unto God so that he can open them the windows of heaven and pour them out a blessing so much so that there's not enough room to receive it. The camels are coming. And this is the year that it begins. I shared that word at Brother Copeland's conference last week. I don't know if you could hear off mic what Brother Copeland said. He, he said, Richard, that's amazing. God told me the same thing in December. Every modern day prophet that I know, and I know a number of them, are saying the same thing as God said to me. The camels are coming. And it's starting in 2018. Somebody give a shout of praise to the Lord. It's coming, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. Now, how's it going to come? Well, don't ask me. I'm not in management. I'm in sales. It's not my job to tell you how it's going to come. It's not my job to try to analyze and figure God out. His ways are above my ways. His thoughts are above my thoughts. And he takes the things that the world calls foolish and uses them to confound the wise. It's not my job to try to analyze. Don't be so doggone analytical. Stop trying to figure everything out. I don't know how a black cow can eat green grass and give white milk and make yellow butter. I just don't know. And what's more than that, I don't care. I like the steak, I like the milk, I like the butter. I mean, come on, eat the straw and spit out the sticks. Try, quit trying to figure everything out. Because the camels are coming. Now, who are they coming for? Coming for the ones who are looking for them. My dad, Pastor Nancy, my dad used to say, miracles are coming towards you or they're going past you every day. Now, are you looking for the camels? When a caravan was coming in those days, they had lookouts. 
And the lookouts did not have binoculars like we have today. But they stood on a hillside and they shaded their eyes and they looked off into the distance. And they were looking. They were searching the horizon, waiting for the first sign of that caravan. The caravans of camels are coming to those who are looking. To those who are watching. Not to those who bury their face in the waters and drink, but those who drink like a dog. They're, they're lapping and they're, and they're looking around. Like in Gideon's day. The camels are coming. I've got a camel. And that camel is coming for me. It's loaded. And I'm not talking about millions or billions. I'm talking about trillions in finances. Now, this isn't the first transfer of wealth. And God has a way of repeating what he has done. In Moses' day, there was a tremendous transfer of wealth. After the plagues. And after, finally, the death of the firstborn of the house of Egypt. Pharaoh, whose heart had been hardened, finally said, get out of here. And Moses and nearly two million Israelites took with them the gold and the silver and the precious things from Egypt. Why? Because they were starting a new nation. They had to have, if you did a compilation of, of what they took out of Egypt, it would have amounted no doubt into the billions and trillions of today's dollars. They had to remove the squatters from the land. They were going to inherit cities that they didn't have to build. Corrals filled with livestock. Fields they didn't have to cultivate or plant because they were already planted. They were establishing a nation which would extend from the Euphrates River right in the middle of Baghdad all the way to the Mediterranean Sea. God supernaturally put the finances into their hands. And what God did, he is about to do again. The camels are coming. Turn to your neighbor and say, the camels are coming. <clears throat> but Richard, I, 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 I can't be involved in the end time harvest of souls. I, I have too many needs in my heart. That's what many people will say. I, I, you know, that's for you, those of you who have a special calling. Where does it say that in the Bible? I've been looking for that chapter and verse. I can't find it. I thought it said the righteous. Who is the righteous? Take your finger and point who the righteous is. You and I. Now, we're not the entire righteous. We understand that. But we are a part. We're a remnant of that righteous. Well, I just, I just can't, you know, I just can't, I just, well, that's many Christians' favorite word, I can't. I can't. And as long as you say I can't, you won't ever. That's right. That's right. That is right. And you can't just say, well, isn't this wonderful? No, you have to take it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Amen. The Bible says the violent take it by force. Yes. I'm not talking physical force. I'm talking yeah. faith force. Yes. Yes. You've got to call things that be not as yes. though they are. Yes. You have to take possession by yes. faith. Yes. You have to say to the devil, this is mine yes. and you can't have it. Yes. Amen. Because the camels are coming. Yes. Yeah. Amen. 
Well, I, I have needs in my life. Well, oh, welcome to the world. You think I don't face needs? Everybody has a need. Everybody either has a problem or they are a problem. Or they live with one. Now, everybody look straight ahead. Don't look to your right. Don't look to your left. Every one of us is a card-carrying member of society. We all face needs in our lives, but needs exist to be met. And they're met when we use our faith, and they're met when we sow our seed, and they are met when we get in harmony with God's Word, and we believe what He said, and we call it into our lives. You can't just sit by and say, that's a wonderful word. It's for somebody else. No, you've got to engage. You've got to become a part of it. It's got to become a burning passion. What you felt when they were worshiping this morning, that's, what you, that's how you've got to get involved. Because when they finished, they couldn't finish because you wouldn't let them finish. You stood and you praised God and you rejoiced. And I saw Pastor Nancy dancing. You got involved. Yeah. You got in. You got in the. You got in the race. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Richard, I, I, I just, I, I, I can't get into that. Well, you remember the story of the little red hen? The ones who didn't help make the bread, did not get to eat the bread. Yeah. If you want to be a bystander on the side, sitting over there on the edge of existence, that's your decision. But as for me and my house. I am engaged. I'm calling it in. I'm calling in my camel. It's my camel. I've already named him. His name is, his name is Clyde. I'm calling in Clyde. Clyde, my camel. He's mine and he's loaded. And it's for me in order, not, not for me personally, it's for me to take the gospel to the nations of the earth. Thank you for tuning in to the Place for Miracles podcast. If you would like to receive prayer, call our Abundant Life Prayer Group at 918-495-7777 or go to oralroberts.com prayer. Our website also features uplifting articles, online Bible classes, books, and other resources to help build your faith in God. If you'd like to support the outreaches of the Oral Roberts Ministries, please go online to oralroberts.com to make your donation today.